and welcome to my podcast, Soul Expansion and Inspiration. My name is Ali O'Shea and this is episode 11. Today we have a very special guest, um, a wonderful friend of mine and a colleague, Colette Leosi, aka Tappan Girl, who is an emotional freedom technique um, practitioner and is also known as Tappan Girl. Colette combines her wide range of knowledge and her own unique experiences to help others by teaching them how to unblock their fears, pain, and emotional baggage and blocks using EFT and the law of attraction together. Welcome, Colette. How are you? I am fantastic, amazing, awesome, fab. For asking, look, I'm going to breathe. Okay. No, thank you so much for having me on here today because I just love talking about anything related to any of this. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do, but you're so good at it. So thank you, you. Your journey started in 1986 when you read the book, Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And you still use this book and its information today in your work to help you. Would you like to talk just a little bit about that? Sure. I... Um, let's see, in 1986, I was just a baby. Oh, uh, my sister, actually, that book came out, I think it was 1984 when that book first came out. And my sister became aware of the book. And my sister gave me a copy of the book. And it, you know how we do. It sat there for a little bit. And then I started reading it. It was very simple, really good information, which, you know, when you read it, it's so simple. You go, well, that makes sense, right? Yeah. I was in a challenging marriage. I uh, was creating some garbage um, and uh, that book what I really love about that book first of all you can pick that book up and open up the page anywhere and get help when you need it okay right. I, I just I've, I've thought that for years and I do tell everyone it's a really good book for everyone to own because in the back of that book there is an index that she has and in that index it tells the physical dis-ease Okay, then she gives you the crappy thinking, basically, how you created it, okay, and then she gives an affirmation. It was about a year after I found tapping, I think, when I started using that book to help me navigate physical issues with people. So that's really how I use the book now, and I suggest everybody get a copy. It's only like $7 or something. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah, nothing, but I like the hard copy. Yeah, I really, you know, I love ebooks, but the, I've got actually I've got that book in ebook and hard copy so that I've always got it with me on my phone. But that is a really, really good source of affirmations. And, you know, a lot of us all call Louise Hay the queen of affirmations. She's like the one who got so many of us started on, you know, thinking thoughts of the life experience we do want. Did you, you knew that she really did all of that through, um, it was in the 80s when AIDS came out, that she really started doing workshops with the gay community and dumping garbage and fears and all of those things. She was amazing at that time in our history from the standpoint of being there for all those people that were suffering and scared. It was a scary time. Yeah. Yeah. She did amazing work. I mean, so many people are devastated. I mean... You kind of could feel the ripple across the universe when she passed over. Oh, but you know what I thought immediately? And I thought the same thing with Wayne Dyer. I love knowing that we're leading edge consciousness for them. Yes. I, I just get all goosebumpy when I think about that now. You know, thinking about the expansion, you know, that they're living as a result of our contrast and the clarity. And it's just like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What a lovely way to look at it. 
Um, so in 1998-99, you remember very clearly hearing a voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had, I had just finished. It, it was, okay, so the Louise Hayes book, it's, it's 13 years later. I'm out of that marriage. I'm trying to figure out my life. And I went through the worst divorce on the planet, just so you know. No children, no money, but it took three and a half years. And I'm like, what? Right, yeah. Crazy. So, so here I was, um, every, uh, the, the attorneys, everybody who knew me that gave me counsel said, do not get remarried. You want to go out, you want to be on your own, you want to, you know, allow yourself to heal from this, figure out what you're learning, all those good, fun things. And so I had moved into an apartment by myself, and I was reading a book. It was like a little 70-page book, like something about your inner child. This is when I started reading more and more metaphysical books. Wow. And um, one of the, th I read this, oh, this sounds so funny to me now, but I was reading this, this book called The Child Within, and it was one of those things where I'm reading it, and I'm like, what? What are they talking about? <laughs> okay, because I just didn't get it. I mean, even when I used to get Science of Mind magazine, it took me months and months of reading it to understand the language. I, I say to people, you know, when you hear truth, it doesn't mean that you can turn away and talk about it yet. You haven't practiced remembering it enough yet to talk about it, but I knew I was hearing truth. And so here I am reading that book. And I remember when I was done, it was kind of like I closed it, put it over there and went, hmm, don't really know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> I get up in the night like little Cindy Lou Who, right? I get up, I go to my fridge, I'm I'm getting goosebumps. All right. And I'm standing at the fridge. It was a, it was a left hand open and I'm right handed and I'm not lying to you when I tell you. So I'm standing there, the fridge lights shining on me. I'm the only one in the apartment. It's just me. Yeah. And over my right shoulder, I hear just clear and plain as day. When you let go of the ego, everything else falls into place to the point where I wanted to turn and look yeah. But I was too afraid to turn. <laughs> was like, it a male okay. voice or a female voice? It was male. Okay. It was male. And I believe that it was Jesus. Um, now, I say that um, because, and we'll get to this in a little bit, but, you know, my, I was born and raised Catholic. You know, yeah. to me, Jesus was God. That, that's kind of the stuff we were taught, son of God, but a lot of misinterpretation in that. So the fact that, I'm hearing that and I'm thinking this is Jesus because it was the same time. Oh, I should have said that same time. I was starting to learn uh courts and miracles. Right. And in that publication is where I really felt the truth of Jesus was not my God. He's my brother. That's how I align with Jesus. Uh, Jesus is like an older brother that came here before me to show us how to do this. And I say, Jesus is the greatest metaphysical teacher ever. Um, some people got confused. Mm. and wanted to make him God. And he was like, don't do that. Anyway, so I heard that voice and it was one of those things where you're standing there. It's like, okay, I can't even tell anybody about this. There's nobody here. <laughs> <laughs> and then if I tell them I'm hearing voices, they're going to be like, wow, that divorce really took a toll on Colette. <laughs> right? So it was one of those things that just kind of got put away. And I was like, okay. Cause I have a sister who's very intuitive and I kind of always wanted those things, but at the same time, I'm a scaredy cat. So yeah. like, I'm always telling, I'm always telling, you know, whatever it is, look, I don't want to see stuff. I'm not the guy, you know, it's okay for me to get blocks of knowing and, and share it, but I don't want to see anything. So it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm not looking over there. 
Okay. So then I just kind of, from that, I just kind of kept moving on and, and reading other books. And, uh, I started to meditate that, that went really well, but it just seemed weird. You know how, when you first start doing that, it just feels weird. It's like, really, did anything happen? <laughs> and I didn't even tell you this when we talked early, the first time I meditated, which was in that same span, my very first meditation was, uh, I ended up seeing myself laying on a bed and mother Mary came in and sat on the bed with me and comforted me just like a mother would a child. Oh my God, that almost made me cry. Okay, so, it, oh, it was amazing. It was made. And I'm like, seriously right so my mom I go to my mom and tell her and my mom says BVM came to you and I go what's a BVM and she goes blessed virgin mother and I said yeah and she goes well I've been praying to her because you're Catholic I've been praying to her for 70 years and she's never come to me and I said well maybe you need to meditate <laughs> so you almost had a, a kind of a mini out-of-body experience when you meditated uh, yeah, and I would say I probably had more of those than I really realized because uh, I'm just, you know me, I don't really slow down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew that would get us laughing. <laughs> so what next? <laughs> so after all of that, you came across The Secret on tape. Um, you could not The Secret to play on movie because you feel or you felt like it was a synchronicity because you say you were supposed to hear emotions as guidance yeah it also caused you to ask what was your bliss and mm -hmm. that is what led you to the tapping. tapping absolutely yes it's been a lifesaver for me it really has i was just talking to somebody this morning who said something well i can't remember what she was talking to me about the tapping and she said isn't it amazing that we have this tool that we can use and i said oh it, it it's been a lifesaver and she stopped for a second and I said, I don't know if I'd be here. Yeah. I mean, it was that devastating to me. Um, it was that hard for me to navigate life. I was depressed and scared and terrified all the time. Now on the outside, I had a beautiful home. I had all these things going for me and anybody would think I got the world by the tail. But in fact, uh, it, you, you know how we, we know how this works, right? The more anxious you are, the more fearful you are, the more you get to be fearful and anxious about, the bigger it gets. Because I didn't know put in positive thoughts. I didn't know think on purpose. I didn't know I created my own reality. I'm thinking, you're telling me I created this. What? How did I do that? Why? Why would I do that? Well, of course, now I'm 11 years on the other side of it, and I get it. But the um, that summer, when I did line up with The Secret, it was absolutely amazing because there were multiple times where it was being given to me. We'll just put it that way. And like when I was given the movie, it wouldn't play. When I was given the Oprah interview, it wouldn't play. When, you know, da, 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 on and on. I'm like, okay, this is weird. That summer, I was so bad. I actually contracted with a woman to do remote work on me. I was just so wadded up in fear and everything else. So here I am coming home from Tennessee. We're listening to The Secret on tape, book on tape. And that's when I heard emotions or guidance. And really, that was probably one of those biggest changes, you know, where it kind of like just kind of, I was like, I remember if I, if I'd had a break on my side of the car, I would have slammed it. Yeah. Cause I was so, I, I said to Scott, my husband, I said, did you hear what she said? And he's like, what'd she say? <laughs> <laughs> and I tell him, okay. well, see, I'd always heard growing up that you're just so sensitive. 
if you just yeah. weren't so sensitive. Okay, well now I teach kids and people I work with, your sensitivity is actually your superpower because it means that you can tune into your emotional guidance faster, easier, stronger, better. You know, you're not so tuned out. So yeah, that was, that was really big. And it was when Rhonda Burns said, if you don't know what you're here to do, ask for your bliss. And as I had told you before, and some other, you guys probably already heard this already, but it's so fun. I used to walk, I'd vacuum, dust, mow the yard, cook. I'd do everything going, what is my bliss? What is my bliss? What is my bliss? And I kept getting led to the tapping over three different weeks. And I was like, you know what? We're not doing that. That just looks weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're not Remember the first time we met? <laughs> I said to you, I am doing that. I just think it looks silly. You didn't only say that. She said, where are you from? Because I love your accent. <laughs> and I'm thinking, are you kidding me? You're from Ireland. So, so over those weeks, I kept getting led back to it until I finally looked at it. Because, you know, after three times, you go, okay, duh. You know. Yeah. Been and, so, here. You what? You're being hit over the head here by the Yeah, universe. really, really. So I go and I look, and it's one of those things where I'm sitting down at the computer, you know, I'm reading the, the guy's cover letter and all these things, um, and I just start crying. I was like, this guy's for real. Did you know that when Gary Craig gave the world tapping, did you know there's no copyrights on it? Yeah, I've heard you say that, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's amazing. Do you okay? think you did that on purpose? Yes, I do. Uh, it was a very intentional decision for him because he wanted people to take it and make it their own. So I'm not sure what hiccup happened in there where when he started seeing what people were doing with the tapping, he seemed like he kind of started having trouble with it. Um, no. But I don't know exactly what that was. And I'm, th you know, so I mean, I didn't line up with any of that. I just took the tapping. I actually sat down each morning at the computer, did an eight minute video on anger because I knew it was angry. I knew it was an anger girl, but I also knew that it wasn't a good idea to have anger. It, the rage that I saw on my dad, that was scary stuff that um, um, I didn't want to ever look like that. I mean, you know, yeah. be that angry, look at, but I knew it was in here, okay? I mean, if you could think of me at two or three screaming, no, I mean, you know, it's like that, no, you know? I, I mean, and that, that image in my mind that just showed up, that she showed up at 10, 12, 14, 20, 30, you know, she was still screaming no. And um, so I sat down each morning of about three weeks and did this little eight minute tap along. And every day I'd go, mm, okay, three weeks, like to the day, I watch that video and I start crying. And I'm like, okay, what, where'd that come from? You know, I'm looking around cause like what? And basically that what it took me that long. Now remember, it was only like eight minutes a day yeah. to start to let my emotional response come up, let those fears come up, let that anger come up. And really I just started using it and never looked back. Yeah. Really amazing. And look at you now, girl. Blowing up. My energy is crazy good. I'm 60. Never felt so good in my life. I love what I teach. I love the lives I change. I love me. I mean, it's just, oh, it's so good. I should have been wearing your tiara today. <laughs> well, I did wear my colors for you. Pink and oh, my tiara. Very pretty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my tiara. You know, I got six of them, at least. Six tiaras. Oh, yeah. And at least that many magic wands. Yep. Fun stuff. Wow. Yeah. 
you often refer to EFT as brain body science. Um, do you want to explain that to the listeners? Okay, how brain when, body science? Yes. When tapping uh, first came out, okay, it was really being taught as energy work. It comes under the heading of energy psychology. Okay, because what we're doing is we're combining the knowledge of the meridian system with modern psychological concepts, sabotage, you know, why am I on my third alcoholic marriage? You know, well, because my dad was an alcoholic and I'm probably still trying to get him to love and approve of me, right? So I keep picking alcoholics, you know, and then I become one and it's like, oh, you know, all these things we do yeah. because we're still trying to clean up the past, but we're doing it by focusing on the problem because we want to focus on solution, right? So, um, so those, that's how we used to teach it. That was really the only way we had to teach it because we knew about the meridian systems in the body. There just wasn't enough science to prove yet what those of us who were using the tapping knew, and that is Tapping's working. We don't know why it's working, but we, he had done work with veterans and PTSD that saw body parts on, on war fields, you know, that couldn't sleep and all these things where, as crazy as it sounds, you actually go back into the experience, you want to see it in your mind's eye, and you want to do the tapping. That might sound cruel to someone, okay, but here's where the body brains end. When we have a thought, that is a not happy, good, scary, crappy, negative, disappointing, fearful, sad thought, okay? The part of the brain, which I'm understanding now, I guess there's two of them. We always, I always thought there was one amygdala. They're saying there's one on each side of your brain. And so, uh, you know, and I make no bones about it. I'm not a neuroscientist, okay? I yeah. learn all kinds of information. I explain stuff in plain language. So really, does it really matter if you have one or two amygdala? If it's firing up and putting in fight, fight, or freeze, I don't care if there's three or one. We want to stop that. <laughs> so when that amygdala fires up, it puts us into the fight, flight, or freeze response. When we go into that response, then there are chemicals that go from the, from the brain into the body. The body, we make cortisol, we make insulin, we make adrenaline, okay? And we start shaking. Yeah, like if you almost have a wreck and then, you know, three seconds later you start to shake, that's the adrenaline, okay? Now, this, we were meant to work this way, okay? Because being alerted to danger is a really good idea. Okay. I mean, it's not like, it's like Abraham. I don't want to deaden my senses, you know, yeah. and then smell my hand burning on the stove. Right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I want to know when there, when there might be danger. I want to be aware, but I don't want to be in such a state of, of having my emotional spot response fire up because I hear somebody yell or I see somebody in a colored shirt that I don't even know I'm making the connection that that's the same color of the shirt of the guy who abused me, you know, cause we make these connections cause our brains are amazing. The amount of information. So when we're tapping, when, when the amygdala fires up, okay, blood leaves non essential, uh, processes in the body like i don't need to digest food when i'm running from the lion okay i just don't all right i want that blood to go to my arms and my legs so i can run and get out of dodge now the other place the blood leaves is the prefrontal cortex okay and what that means is i don't need to think about running from the lion either okay i just want to run i go on autopilot okay the problem with that is so many of us are on that stress autopilot 
feet hit the floor. Oh, got to get the kids to school. Oh, I got to see my mom today. Oh, I got to do this, this, you know, all the things. Maybe you have a sick family member, you know, whatever it is, money, relationships, whatever it is that's creating the negativity, a lot of us are in the fight, flight, or freeze all day long. Okay. Now my thing was freeze. Some people it's fight. Some people it's the flight. Okay. But when we understand that when the reason so many people have to take digestive enzymes, if you're in the stress all, stress response all day long and your body's not digesting food because it sees you in fight, flight, or freeze, it, it's perceiving danger. Well, yeah, your food's not digesting. That's amazing. And I got that like a week ago when I just had that awareness come through. I was like, oh my God, no wonder we all have to take digestive enzymes, right? Oh. I yeah. don't digestive enzymes. I don't either, but I know a lot of people that do. And, and, and I do a lot of tapping. You know me, I say just duct tape your arm right here so <laughs> it's right there all the time so you can tap no matter what. Because what that does is calms that amygdala. When we calm the amygdala in the brain, now blood goes back into the prefrontal cortex, okay? We calm all those chemicals from doing what I call a chemical dump into the body, okay? Yeah. And when the prefrontal cortex gets blood back in it, we can actually think. So I say to people, have you ever had somebody come up and say something nasty to you and when they, you know, you're just dumbfounded? right? Wow. 30 seconds later, you got 18 good responses. That's because your brain just got hijacked. When they said that, you went into fight, flight, or freeze. Oh no, what's wrong with me? Why are they doing that? Oh, I expect them to attack me. Whatever it is, okay? No blood in the brain. They walk away. The blood starts to go back in the brain. You go, oh, I could have said that. I wish I said that, right? Right? <laughs> oh, don't go tap it so you can be snarky to somebody. So <laughs> you can do that in private. So, so, when we're, so when we're tapping, the blood goes back into the brain. We stop the chemical dump. Now, we also know that neurons that, that fire, fire together, together fire together. Yeah, from Uncle Joe. Actually, I think it was Hebb's Law. Hebb's Law. Uncle Joe got it from Hebb's Law. And when we understand that we have neuropathways of thought, that, you know, you have a thought, there's a, there's a connection, the more you think it, it becomes like a super highway of thought. You know, like I think those thoughts so fast now, right? And so when we understand that each time we tap, we're actually stopping that chemical dump, Okay, now I'm actually able to change my brain. And when I change, what happens in the mind expresses in the body. And so now my body's not having the same stress reactions where, you know, you might have sciatic nerve stuff, you might have knee problems, you might have, you know, depending on where it is on the body, going back to the Louise Hay is what helps me figure out, okay, if it's your left knee, you're probably mad and not forgiving some woman, if you're male, okay, if you're female, it might even be you. Okay. Oh, I hate it when she makes me that mad and I don't say something, or, you know, whatever. I can't believe I got in that again or however we do all that. So, so that is really what we're doing when we're tapping. And the really amazing stuff is the science now, there's stuff they haven't even figured out how to measure yet that tapping changes. Is that, I mean, it's like, what'd she just say? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't even know. I mean, like, like when I tap and I've got an authority figure fear, it takes care of that like across the board. So now I don't have to tap authority figure stuff about my dad and then again about my boss. When I tap out the authority figure stuff about dad, now boss is a no-brainer. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I'm no lack of that. <laughs> Breathe. 
Would you like to ask me a question? <laughs> I know you say that EFT can help with everything, but tell us some things, if you would, that people may not realize that it can help with. Because I know that it can help with some really fascinating things. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, first of all, it's so funny. No matter how many times I say tapping can be used for everything, I'll have people go, can you use it for a migraine? I go, everything. Can you use it for, you know, your, your little kid? Everything. Can you use it for the everything? So tapping can be used for everything. Why? Let's, whatever it is that's going on, that is not what I want. I'm going to have a stressful response. So the reason tapping works on everything and can be used on any person, even if we're doing two different issues in the same group, is because we're dealing with the same body brain. Right. It's really that simple. But listen, none of us were trained into simple. That's why you know understanding law of attraction feels like a real brain bender when it's really, really simple. Absolutely. You get what you feel about, and when you pay attention to the people showing up in your life and the things, they're all indicators of how you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. The one thing I would say to you is I, I used to suffer from migraines when I was a child. I can't imagine tapping my head when I've got a migraine. Oh, uh, well, you know, a lot of times because uh, now a lot of people are starting here. You know how I always start here? And then end up here. Well, yeah. a lot of people start here and work their way down. So a lot of times on migraines, I'll just be honest with you. By the time we get to like here, I've had where migraine, they go, it's gone. Really? You never even get to the head. Okay. Now, um, you're not slamming your head. Okay. So, <laughs> so if you have a migraine, okay, you can even just touch. There are some people that are so sensitive. I've seen practitioners because it used to be that we tapped on people and I don't do that very, I don't, I hardly ever do that anymore. Okay. Because I got to keep myself safe. You know, I would never want anybody to say, I, I think I did something to them or any of that because this is not woo woo voodoo. Okay. It's really, really science. And that I've seen where a practitioner goes to tap on someone and even like that, they feel it. Yeah, so they can even hold it out, you see? So if you're, you know, have a really bad intention is everything, okay? Yeah, exactly. So if you're yeah. really going I said that on the interview earlier, actually. Yeah, intention's everything, Absolutely. you know? It's kind of like when Gary Craig uh, first started talking about sur surrogate tapping, and somebody said, well, can we really do this on somebody? I mean, without their permission? And he said, well, did you ask their permission when you were thinking those nasty things about them? Oh, whoops. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it, it really is if your intention, now you can't be attached to their outcome, okay? But if your intention is for the best for them, mm -hmm. then absolutely, yes. That's just, that's prayer. That's anything that's lined up with that. Yeah, for their highest good. Yes, the highest and the best. And you don't know, that might even still mean they pass. You know, smoking using tapping, didn't you? Yes, I did. Uh, that was really amazing, and it still blows me away. Yeah. I was just looking through the notes um, uh, that I made uh, when I had my big waking up thing in 2012, um, uh, and that came on the end of stop smoking. Um, so what I did was I had listened to enough tapping practitioners and some other uh, modalities for awareness is the way I'll put it. Um, because whether you're doing Byron Katie tapping, uh, access consciousness, it's always about the questions. Why is that true? Does it have to be true? Is there more, you know, because limitations of the mind, 
Okay. So, um, um, so I basically had heard enough that I was thinking, well, okay, so what would my wish be? My wish would be smoking be gone like it never happened because my fears about it, um, every time I would think about it, uh, were, you know, the, I've had this one guy who'd tell me every time we would talk about it, he'd go, oh yeah, my dad stopped 40 years ago and he wanted one every single day. And I went, uh, you know, I don't want to live my life like that. So I remember putting the question out there, if smoking were gone, like it never happened, which I went, yeah, right, right. Like that could happen. Okay. Yeah. What thoughts, ideas, and beliefs do I have that make that not a reality for me? That make me think that can't happen? Now, the very first thing I, I realized was that everybody calls it quitting. I do not. I call it stop. I stopped smoking. Because psychologically, I was raised to not be a quitter. And you're going to tell me I'm going to quit anything? I'm going to go, oh, no, let me show you. Okay. Plus anybody who has an addiction, whether it's shopping, gambling, meth, cigarette, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, has emotional drivers behind it. And as soon as you start talking about taking it away, I'm telling you what, I could have stuck a cigarette in every eye in every opening and smoked them all at once. Cause it was like, ah, don't take away my coping mechanism. Yeah. Right. Right. So then the next one I, I realized was the, um, was the fear about gaining weight. Because I gained and lost and gained and lost. And everybody I knew had gained 20, 40, 60 pounds. And I was just like, oh, please, no more of that. So I tapped on all those issues. And then another one was that my mother smoked. And because there were nine of us, my mom worked. And I realized that I created an emotional connection with my mother by smoking. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then my sister, my older sister, that truly madly deeply, who in a lot of ways was my mother, she smoked. And then there was the fear uh, that I'd want one every day. And so I just kept going through those fears. And every day I just tapped and cleared. And what I tell people that I work with is start talking your way there. Each time you have a cigarette or whatever it is that's your addiction, whether it's a, you know, tap first. And then when you're having a cigarette, don't put pressure on yourself. Okay. You just say, you know, I have less and less desire for this. I, I like that I have less and less desire for this, okay? And kind of talk your way there. Just do the tapping, the clearing. I didn't set dates. I didn't do all that stuff they say to do because it's just going to freak an addict out, yeah. okay? And so what happened was it was so amazing because for two months, Two months, I am taking my walks and doing the clearing, doing the tapping, uh, tapping about my fears and all of those things. And all of a sudden, on January 1st, 2012, that's what the, the last cigarette I had was December 31st, 2011. And if you would even told me that night that that was the last one, I, I would have probably freaked on you. But the next day, it was about two o'clock. And um, I, you know, we, we would smoke outside, because we didn't smoke in our home, and I didn't smoke in the car. And we would always say, hey, I'm going to the garage, you want to go with me? Okay. And so it was about two o'clock, and I hadn't said anything. And Scott says to me, hey, what are you doing? And I said, I don't know. And don't tell me what you're doing. And for some reason, he knew exactly what I meant. And I remember looking at the, the Sunday paper that morning, because it was a Sunday. Uh, New Year's Day was a Sunday. And I remember looking at that and going, 
isn't that weird that I haven't had any craving for a cigarette and this is New Year's Day. Why is that weird? I don't do New Year's resolutions. That was like a cosmic <laughs> thing. I don't do New Year's resolutions. I think that sets you up for failure. And Lord knows that, you know, my old programming, you know, that was something I always felt. And it's like I tell people all the time now, I go, look, my whole life's a brain hack. Okay. I mean, I'm always brain hacking myself. You know, I look at something and I see it and I go, okay. You know, I'm like P.T. Barnum. How can I make this into a positive? How can I flip this for me? And it takes practice. And, yeah. and really, here's what was the amazing thing of this. I didn't have any withdrawal. I gained no weight. I was not a B double I. You know what I mean? You know that word? B I T C. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. I, do. I don't know if we can cuss on here. So, um, so I was not a nasty, cranky person. Uh, yeah. My husband smoked for uh, three more months. I didn't care. Didn't bother me. I am not one of those horrible reformed smokers. Now, let me just tell you this. I know that those people that are smokers that are kind of nasty to people, it's because they still have the emotional drivers. You see, they're really jealous. How come they get a smoke and I don't? Right. Okay. And I can't get rid of it because it's kind of like the story I tell where you come into work, it's Monday and the guy shows up and says, Oh, I, I quit on Friday. And everybody's like, Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Cause when you're standing out in the alley and you're like gutter snipe out there now, cause people look at you like you're a criminal when you smoke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, they're just so much, it's like, really, don't you have enough to judge about yourself without yeah. judging? So, so anyway, it's, 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 it's Wednesday now and they go, Oh, well, I couldn't keep it up. Right. And everybody goes, okay, at least I'm not as bad as I thought I was there. You know, misery loves company. It just does. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I had no, and what happened was I was like blitzkrieging out of this body. So we're probably kind of ready for where you want to go next. Uh, unless I was going to ask you something else, actually. Okay, go ahead. So can I help with things like cancer and, and Parkinson's? Well, yes. Okay. Uh, I got to watch that. Okay. Only yeah. because I'm not a medical doctor. Yeah. I am not a psychologist. And I have to tell people, if you're under a doctor's protocol, you really need to stay with that. Now, you can add the tapping to anything. Okay. So yeah. depending on the kind of cancer that you have, okay, we can kind of navigate. I will tell you in a nutshell, cancer is about resentment. Okay, that's long held unforgiveness. Okay, and even though you might be right that they made the choices they made, okay, you're the one eating poison and hoping they die. Yeah. Okay. So, so if you tell me you have cancer, I know we're going to go to work on some resentment issues. Okay. I, we, I know that you probably haven't forgiven them or you. Okay. And, and, and even in my world, I, I, because I create my own reality, we don't have to forgive anyone or anything, but as human critters, we just kind of need to do that to get the ball rolling. Because the fact of the matter is, if I created this reality, who's there to forgive? I really created it, like I tell people all the time, that every seeming lesson, and I don't like the God lesson thing, okay, but every seeming lesson that I create, I create for the evolution of my own soul. Yes, we have yes. to forgive to to heal ourselves. Yes, yes. Otherwise, yes. it makes us sick. Actually, I just posted about my forgiveness program today, which is available yes. on my website. Yes, and it's a good thing to do for us human critters because we really do, you know, we do harbor hold grudges. But you know, when you go back to the to the beginning stuff, 
Okay, now I'm not going to buy, I'm not going to thump on you, but I'm going to say this. We've all heard judgment is mine, said the Lord, right? We've all and heard. Because there's nothing to judge. There's nothing to judge. If everything is from source, if everything is spirit, if everything is that expansion, it's all spiritual. Yeah. You don't need to judge it. But as human beings, we have to make them worser than me. <laughs> we are, right? like we are spiritual beings, after all, yeah. having a human experience. Right. So right. Abraham calls it humaning. <laughs> yeah, we're humaning. Yeah. Yeah. And we wanted to. I mean, you know, that was all part of my waking up. We came here. Look, you can't taste a strawberry without a mouth and taste buds. Yeah. You wanted to explore life in the physical. You wanted to feel what petting a cat was like. You wanted to feel the wind on your face. You, you, you know, we wanted all of this. And even though there may be people listening to this going, seriously, I wanted all of this? <laughs> you really did. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. You really did. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Because when you understand the laws of this universe and how this works, then you can be really glad, as I say, for every seeming ass in your life, okay, that created the expansion for you, okay, because the way I tell the story is, here you were on the other side, you're getting together with your team, you're figuring out what you want to go in and, and, and learn which I always think the bottom line really is remembering to love me and that I'm a creator and that I'm doing expansion when I'm here and you know, that I expand consciousness. I like to start small. Right. So, so when those people are sitting around there with us and we're figuring out what we want to do, you know, think about that alcoholic father, that mother, that's so terrible that, that, that sibling that hurt you, the ex who did those things. Okay. When you start to understand that you created it and that they actually said, believe me, this is how I see it, okay? You said, I'm going to go forth and I'm going to remember better this time and I'm going to be creator and I'm going to expand consciousness and I would really like to learn da-da-da-da-da and up comes my dad saying, ooh, 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 and I love you so much. I will be your father. I will lose my father at three. I will not know how to parent. I will only do what culture's done. And I will just beat the snot out of you. <laughs> and I'll have you so messed up about who you are, okay? So that by the time you're 60, you're blitzkrieging out of your body because you really find out who you are. And, and it's like I go, wow, you love me that much. I mean, that's, my ex loves me so much, okay, I don't need to see him again, but he loved me so much, he said, I'll come in and I'll be dad number two. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and it's like, whoa, okay, so now I can kind of go, wow, thanks, peeps, because, you know, I remember the one day I was sitting there and I thought, I, you know, because I was like, crying and tapping, and he goes, oh, and I said, oh my God, I hope I remember this stuff sooner next time, and then I went, what if I already am? <laughs> I felt like Jim Carrey when I did that. Oh, what if I already am? <laughs> Abraham actually, it's one of my favorite clips. It's called The Missing Piece. And it's about a man who confronts Abraham about all the evil and the genocides going on on the planet today and not today, but in the past. And yeah. So, and Abraham just, you know, keeps her cool or Esther keeps her cool and says, you know what? You are creating your own reality and you are here to expand. Is that the guy where she never showed his face, just his back? Yeah, he didn't want yeah, I saw that. He was angry. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good clip. My favorite clip. I posted it about a week ago. So just. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a good clip. I remember when I found that. Some people just don't want to um, hear that they're creating 
you know, well, they've got to blame someone. Yeah, there's got to be somebody to blame. But we are, we're creating it. You yeah. know? And they're saying, well, how did I create that bad stuff? I would never have asked for that bad stuff. But don't forget that 95% of your life has been run by your subconscious mind. Right. And that you really learned most of what you learned and you're running on auto autopilot from ages up to seven. They were saying more two to seven. And now um, um, I heard Bruce Lipton the other day was talking about the third trimester. But seriously, I heard several years ago, again, I didn't research it and all that because when I heard it, I thought, well, it makes total sense to me. When the egg and the sperm come together, the emotional environment is recreated. Yeah. And I went, well, that makes total sense to me. And not only that, but then I learned from somebody who does red tents. You know what red tents are? No. Those uh, those are from the biblical days. It's where it was, it was called the red tent. Cause that's where women went when they were having their cycles and oh, you know, okay. babies and women nurtured women. Okay. So it was a very comforting, soothing place to go. And, um, uh, from a lady who runs one of those red tents around here, uh, who's a naturopath. Uh, I think that's the right word for, um, that, uh, the eggs for me were like in my great grandmother. And it's like, okay, when you think back to multi-generational conditioning, you see, like, look how many people have never had a bad dental experience, but still fear the dentist. Exactly. Yeah. Where'd that come from? Yeah. You know, some people call it thought form, some people, you know, but it's like the, um, the, um, there was, there was a study that I just thought was so fascinating and I've talked about it over and over and over. And it was a guy who was seeing, um, uh, about mice. He was using mice and he wanted to see how far out a learned thing could go. And what he would do is he'd have the mouse smell the cherry blossom and then it would get zapped. So eventually the mouse learned when it saw the cherry blossom, it ran. Okay. That went on for five or six generations where those mice that came in after never got the zap and ran from the cherry blossom. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. 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 So when you think, that's why sometimes um, wh when I'm working with a client and we get kind of like moving, I will even bring in past lives and say, maybe this is something that you've lived over and over in multiple lives and you brought it forward this time to heal it. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. Okay. I mean, I, I don't remember the other side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yet, yet. Um, but when I throw that out there, it, it actually gives somebody like a plausible relief. So mm -hmm. I just use it that way. Brilliant. Although I think that's pretty crazy things happen where people have showed up and we're doing session and I get a, I get a intuitive hit. Uh, Cause I got all kinds of people work with me and, um, and, but I don't say it because it, I'm afraid it might freak them out. And then, uh, well, I just tell you what it was. It was so crazy. I was working with this lady. Her fear was, for her children to be in the house, there'd be a fire and not be able to get out. It was wintertime. I had my fireplace on, just sitting here. Really, really great session we have. And as I'm looking at the fireplace, I knew like I knew like I knew that she had had this happen in multiple lives where she had been both the parent and the child. Okay. Okay, but I did mm, 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 no, we're not saying Because <laughs> not everybody can take the stuff that you say, right? It wasn't 30 seconds later, and after I turned from the fireplace and looked at her, she goes, you know, I've always wondered if that happened in another life. I said, okay, now that you said that, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Very good. So, 
So it, it, it's so amazing how my sessions go now because the, all the help I get, I have things I say that uh, I was even telling somebody the other day, there are things that come through me that I've never said to people. I've been doing this 11 years and I still have words and things come through me that I've never said to where I go, wow, that's cool. I never said that before. And like the last three people I worked with go, oh, wow, that's crazy that you said it that way. And I go, really? Why? Because I just, <laughs> I was working with somebody where I heard her childhood nickname before I ever got onto session with her. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, really fun stuff. Because why is that? I tell people, you come here as this beautiful, brilliant diamond. Life experience muddies and murkies up your shine and your brilliance and your intuition. Okay, when we do the tapping, and there's other modalities, I just love the tapping. I think it makes sense because it's body brain, it makes total sense. You know, everything about it I love, like you couldn't tell. Um, and so when we tap, it's like, it's like polishing that diamond. Now I'm, I get clear signal. Yeah. Now it's clear. Now I can go, my intuition, our intuition is real. Somebody decided it was evil, started teaching us garbage. People start shutting us down. You know, them witches are burned. And I mean, you know, if you had a prophecy, unless you were the seer for the king, you were taken out. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to where I think now I go, wow, isn't it amazing that now, you know, what if I was that? What if I was a witch? You know, and what if now it's safe for me because of what we know and the expansion, you know, to come in and teach these things and not have it seen as sorcery, but actually help an assistance. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yay. Well, could we do a really fun session of tapping? Something no. to get the listeners. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay. So let's just do general stress and anxiety, or is there something specific that you got going on that you can mention? Cause if you don't, don't worry about it. Mm, no. Okay. All right. Um, let's let's, okay. So when we're doing the tapping, let, let me explain this first real fast. What we're doing is we're actually doing the opposite. Anybody out there, law of attraction people, okay? I'm not insane, all right? We're actually going to voice the negative. Now, people always ask me, why are you doing that? We're not supposed to do that. And I'm saying you've got that running on a loop all day long. I'm not saying anything you're not already thinking and feeling so fast you don't even know it, okay? Because, again, if I'm paying attention to what I'm getting, okay, if I got people giving me stress, that means I got some stress going on in me, right? Right? So, um, so let's just do it generally uh, on stress and anxiety so people can feel just a calming effect, okay? okay. So if there's something you have going on in your life, a boss, a child, money, uh, relationship work, it doesn't matter, okay? What you want to do is you just want to focus in on it. The very first thing that we do is that we give it a rating from 1 to 10. We call that the subjective units of distress scale. And it's basically so that we can get a feeling for where we are because tapping can bring it down so dramatically that it defies your linear logic. And your left brain goes, wait, what happened here? Because I will work with people and I will say, okay, go find that now. I want you to go back in that story, find that feeling and they go, I can't. Okay. And that so defies that logical left brain. Okay. That's why we rate it. So, um, yeah, I was just trying to think if there was something I was thinking specifically we would do, but on a one to 10, just measure that, whether it's your child, your boss, your, your work, your, you know, your weight, your body, how you feel about your body. Cause again, it's backwards. 
You know, if you think beating you up and punishing you is going to help you let go of the weight, it's the exact opposite, okay? So you're actually going to hear me hear those nasty things that we think that we never want anybody to hear, we think. And in fact, I tell people those words you would never have hit the air when you're doing this by yourself. That's the word you want, okay? So okay. what we do is we go first to what we call the karate chop, okay? And the karate chop is that fatty part down the hand, okay? And it's, uh, some people do it this way. I really like the fingers because we have meridian endpoints in the fingers, okay? And, um, and I was even this morning, I was even tapping like this. Just because even doing that, we stimulate those meridian points that calms the brain. <laughs> You can do your namastes like this now. And they'll go, oh my God, she's been talking to Colette. <laughs> okay. So on the side of the hand, you think about your issue, okay? And if you know where you feel that in the body when you get anxious, most people will say the stomach, okay? And the reason we feel most of those things in the stomach is because we have the same stuff in the stomach that we have in the brain, the basal ganglia that lets us know how we feel. So that's why it's your gut instinct. It's your emotional brain, okay? So there's a reason you feel it there. So we'll just do it that way. We'll address it that way. And what you're doing when you're working with a practitioner is you will repeat the words when you're doing it by yourself. You don't have to repeat, okay? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so All we right. want to target what? All righty, I said. All righty then. We want to target and then we're going to put an affirmation with it. We're going to say it three times. And then when we go spot to spot, all we're doing is reminding ourselves what we're focusing on. That's all the words are for is to get me focused on what I'm focused on. Okay. So if you got a headache, you want to say, even though I have this headache, if you got a body pain or whatever. Okay. All right. Now, you can even, like if we say, even though I have this stress and anxiety in my stomach, you can even give it a color. You can give it a shape, okay? The more adjectives you can get it, the more you zero in on it, okay? And if you know that the stress and anxiety is about my boss, oh, he's going to put me down again or whatever it is, okay? The more specific, the better, all right? Okay. And now you're going to repeat after me, okay? Oh. Even though I have the stress and anxiety in my stomach. Even though I have the stress and anxiety in my stomach. I deeply and completely. I deeply and completely. Love and accept myself love and accept myself. And even though I have the stress and anxiety in my stomach, and even though I have the stress and anxiety in my stomach, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Good job, because that's the most important part of the whole phrase. Your body hears that and goes, oh, she's listening finally. Yeah. <laughs> and even though I have this ball of stress and anxiety in my stomach, and even though I have this ball of stress and anxiety in my stomach, I deeply and completely love and honor myself. I deeply and completely love and honor myself. Okay, now the first thing I always like everybody to do is just take a nice big breath. Look what I tell you to do. What? <laughs> I must breathe through my ears, girl. You know that. <laughs> Okay, so the first spot's called the eyebrows, where the top of the bridge of the nose and your eyebrow meet, okay? Oh. Not this side, it's over here. Now, you don't want to be in your eyeball, okay? You can do this side, this side, both sides. You can't do it wrong, okay? They'll just get everybody out of that fear thing right out of the gate. Can't do it wrong, all right? So you go right here on the eyebrow, and you gently tap about seven or eight times each spot, okay? And you're going to say, this ball of stress and anxiety in my stomach. It's full of stress and anxiety in my stomach. 
Okay, side of the eye, not too far back, not in your eye, but right there, okay? This ball of stress and anxiety in my stomach. This ball of stress and anxiety in my stomach. Under the eye, feel it. Now, all we've done is follow that bone, the eye socket, okay? Right here. That ball of stress and anxiety, I can feel it in my stomach. That ball of stress and anxiety, I can feel it in my stomach. Under the nose. This ball of stress and anxiety in my stomach. This ball of stress and anxiety in my stomach. Okay. This is called chin or under the mouth. It's the denty part. Okay. This stress and anxiety in my stomach. This stress and anxiety in my stomach. Collarbone. Right where the knot of a man's tie goes. Some people do this. Some people do this. This. Can't do it wrong. Just get up there in the area. Now, I have found it that you thing. That you thing we got, it's like an inch down and over. So when I tap here, I actually can feel a little something more, okay? And most people like collarbone, okay? There's just something magical that happens at collarbone. I don't know. And you just repeat this ball of <laughs> You just made a nasty face. Because I, I think it hurts. Oh, well, that tells me you've got up here what we call sore spots. And that tells me you're kind of blocked. And that's okay. I mean, we all are. We're human, right? So when you feel that, kind of blocked. Yeah, got some stuff. You yeah, am I am I am I tapping in the right place though? Yeah, yeah, you're close enough. Yeah, and you can even do it this way, right in the middle. If this bothers you, go right here. All this stress and anxiety in my stomach. All the stress and anxiety in my stomach. Okay, so I'm going to go back and talk about this for a second. Because when Gary Craig first did the tapping, instead of using this, if he had somebody who was not, you know, where he was working with them and it wasn't moving, he would have them rub the sore spots. And if you go right up in here in the top on each side, you'll feel it's real tender. You get real tender. So There's a spot in there where it's almost like, whoa, yeah, row tenderness. <laughs> That's from a cartoon. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> the next spot is under the arm. And for women, it's the middle of the bra strap. For men, it's about four inches down from the armpit. And you want it now. You can do it this way or you can do it this way. And you just say this ball of stress and anxiety in my stomach. This ball of stress and anxiety in my stomach. Okay, top of the head, it's the crown. You just want to go in a nice, slow circle. This stress and anxiety in my stomach. There's stress and anxiety in my stomach. Okay, then you just take a nice breath. Okay, now, the whole point of tapping is to let the blood go back in the brain. Chances are, because most people I work with, okay, you're going to have a body sensation. You're going to have a memory come back up. You're going to have something happen, okay, as a result of blood going back in the brain, all right? And if they didn't on the first thing, it's, there's no point in making anybody wrong or bad or stupid because we don't need to, okay? Yeah. And I will usually go into another round right here. This long-time stress and anxiety. This long-time stress and anxiety. Die the eye. Some of it's been there so long. Some of it's been there so long. It feels normal to me. It feels normal to me. Under the eye. This state of stress and anxiety in my body. The state of stress and anxiety in my body. Under the nose. This long time held stress and anxiety. This long time held stress and anxiety. Okay, I'm getting ready on. Right here. All this stress and anxiety. All the stress and anxiety. Collarbone. The stress and anxiety in my body. The stress and anxiety in my body. Under the arm. 
The stress and anxiety in my stomach. The stress and anxiety in my stomach. Top of the head. All this old stress and anxiety. All this old stress and anxiety. Now, it's about this time where somebody might go, gosh, you know, I don't know why, but I'm remembering my third grade teacher. Or, you know, gosh, my dad, I always felt stressed out about around my, around my dad. You know, because I'll say to people, who's your boss remind you of? You know, I had a lady the other day telling me nobody. Yes, they do. They remind you of authority figure males that, you know, are takers, that that's been your life experience. So that, that allowing that recognition usually comes up. Now, why did I get excited about yawning? Yawning, crying, uh, laughing, uh, burping. Um, oh my God, I had one lady. She was the best burper in the world. She would burp. Maybe and stomach rumbling as well. Because I... When I do healings on people, all of those things are common as well. Yeah, yeah. And what did you, did you ask me another common one? What is rumbling of the stomach one. Wobbling of the stomach? Rumbling. You know, like when rumbling. you're hungry. Oh, and yes, I've had that more and more where I'm getting all that rumbling, like something's being That's cleared and coming. Yes. Energy is moving, you see. Yes, because what happens is when we have these thoughts and the body goes into freeze, okay, we don't have the chi flowing. We don't have the life force flowing. And so when we are doing the tapping, we're actually clearing the negativity, okay, and you might go, gee, because I've had a lot of people, I mean, anybody who knows what they're doing, law of attraction, go, uh, you should not be saying that. And I'm going, well, you're thinking it. Okay, so then what I usually do is go to the middle. I'd go right here and I'd say, what if we could release the stress? What if we could release the stress? Side of the eye. What if I could feel calmer? What if I could feel calmer? Side of the eye. I love feeling peaceful and calm. I love feeling peaceful and calm. Under the nose. It just feels so powerful to me. It just feels so powerful to me. Chin. I love feeling peaceful. I love feeling peaceful. Collarbone, what if I had this kind of control? What if I had this kind of control? Under the arm, I like the thought of that. I like the thought of that. Top of the head, it feels way more powerful to me. It feels way more powerful to me. And then you know me, I ramp it up. So here we go. I'm awesome and amazing. I'm awesome and amazing. I truly love and adore me. You forgot the source. I truly love and adore me. Oh, uh, well, how, cause how you say, oh, you say, I am an amazing and awesome sauce. Yeah. Yeah. And I say, uh, saucy licious. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Under the eye. I am awesome sauce and amazing. I am awesome sauce and amazing. Under the nose. I love awesome sauce on everything. <laughs> I love awesome sauce on everything. Yeah. And I call everything awesome sauce. I call everything awesome sauce. It makes me feel so powerful and fun. It makes me feel so powerful and fun. Under the arm. And that just feels good to me. And that just feels good to me. Top of the head. And I do this for me. And I do this for me. Take a nice breath. So that's just like four rounds. Yeah. And that's, you know, but when, when you're doing it with a practitioner or yourself, because you could do it yourself, okay, but you're going to have to be willing to kind of dig deep, all yeah. right? And if it's not safe for you to go through a big story, don't start, okay? That, that's a big caveat you need to know. If you've got a big story, you know, I mean, if you were violated physically, that might be something you want to go through with a practitioner because that's pretty heavy stuff, okay? Yeah. Now, I'm a little different egg, 
Okay, I'm always going through my own stuff because I know that when I find it and understand how I created it, I fast track all of the people that I work with. I mean, that's really why I do that. Yeah, yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing. It is amazing. It's it's awesome. You're taking us through that. It'll be nice for people to see. I know the listeners can't, but if they want to watch the video version on my YouTube channel, it's www.youtube.com forward slash Ali O'Shea. Nice. Um, so can I just ask you then for our listeners as well, what services you, you offer to people and where people can reach you? Okay. First of all, my website is tapandgirl.com and that is spelled T-A-P-N-G-R-L.com. Okay, you can go to my website and subscribe. I promise you I'm going to start getting more content on there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I keep asking Allie, where do you find the hours in a day? Because uh, I know you're 18 times busier than I am. But part of that is, too, we know I'm 60 and I'm, you know, I'm at a different life place than you are. You know, I'm, I'm doing what I do because I love doing what I do and all of and And I know you do, too. I'm just saying I'm not trying to necessarily build, you know, like you are. It's just yeah. different. Um, and I mean, if it turns into that, fantastical. Um, you can also find me on Facebook. I'm on there as Colette Leosi, and that's C-O-L-E-T-T-E-L-I-O-S is in Sam E. And I also have a page, Tap and Girl Tapping Into You. I do tell people if you're looking for just content, go to the Tap and Girl page because, like anybody, to post on Colette Leosi, but on the Tap and Girl Tapping Into You, that's really mostly my lives, my shows, so you can go right there and navigate down. Now, when you when you get there, I do one-on-one, I do in group, I do teach classes. I am in Indiana in the United States. So May 19th, I actually have a class in Zionsville, Indiana, if you're anywhere around that area. And June 1st, I have a class at Camp Chesterfield, which is a class, this is a third year I get to do this, and it is so fun because it's a spiritualist camp and I get a lot of help there. When people come into that three hour workshop, which is just dirt cheap, I'm telling you, it's dirt cheap. Um, and people come in. So send, if you want to know about that, send me more info. But when people come into that and we end up spending like the last hour on clearing, we just blow stuff right out of the water. It's because I'm getting help and I just get the right thing to say to the person and all that. They, you know, it's always so fun when they go, how'd you know that? And I'm like, I'll just say whatever I get. So, yeah. um, uh, so those are ways to connect with me. I'm also on Twitter. You know, I do most of my sessions by video since now we have this amazing technology and we can do this this way. I yeah. use tapping every bit for tapping in the good stuff as I do tapping out the bad stuff. Okay. So just remember you can use it. That's why I say just duct tape, find a color duct tape. You like just tape your arm right here. Just let this flap around all day and you can just tap whenever. You know, oh, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> oh, he's an idiot. He's an idiot <laughs> because you're thinking that stuff anyway. Yeah. So very, very cool stuff. Very cool stuff. And I've just had so many, I mean, money manifestations I've had with people are like off the chain. So, you know, I've helped people realize, I help people figure out how to navigate relationships, money, health, all kinds of fun stuff. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, thank you it very much. Great. Thank you very much. That's wonderful. Thank so you. thank you so much for being here today, Colette Leosi, AKA Tapping Girl. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on our show. Yay. Thank you. Love it. Love it. Love it. We want to say keep tapping into you until I see you next time, peeps.
Well, this morning we added another one. Keep tapping into you and yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Oh, that live was so good. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks very much. And we'll say goodbye to the listeners for now. Namaste. And thanks once again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>